Hey everybody, this is Pastor Terry. Welcome back to Grace for Your Journey. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We are in John chapter 1, down in verse 14. This is sort of podcast part two. We started it on the last one. So let me give you just a quick recap of what we talked about. Verse 14 says, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we have seen His glory, glory as of the only Son of God, of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, we went back to John chapter 1, 1, and we looked at some of the qualifications of this word, capital W-O-R-D. Okay, it's a noun talking about a person. And what we discovered is the word was with God. That means he cooperated with God in everything God did. And then the Bible says he was God. So he was actually in his substance and nature, the same as God the Father. And then down here in verse 14, we see that this word became flesh and dwelt among us. Well, who did that? Well, of course, we know that that is Jesus, the Son of God, who is all God and all man. Now, why are we making such a big deal of this? And why does John spend an entire chapter really focusing on this one truth? Because the devil, the flesh, right, and the world wants Jesus to be different than he is. Okay, here's why I say that. One, the devil. The devil doesn't want us to be liberated from our sin filled with the Holy Spirit, and able to walk free before the Lord and honor God and honor His Word. The devil, the devil's mission is two things, to keep you from the Lord or to keep you ineffective after you come before, to the Lord. And, and so he doesn't want us to know that. So he really works hard to distort and to deceive us concerning the nature of Jesus Christ, right? Now, why does the world want this? Why, does, why do people around us want, want this to, to be true? People hate moral authority in their life. Understand that there's more people going to miss heaven, not because of conceptual ideas, but because of moral authority. If we believe John 1 14, that Jesus is all God and all man, right? He became flesh and he dwelt among us. He has moral authority in our life. It is right for him to dictate to us how we live how we pray, what we do, and how we think. He has authority. So if we can somehow lessen that, we take back some of that moral authority. Now, so you have the flesh, the devil, right? You have the devil, you have the world, and then the flesh. Why is it that our flesh wants Jesus to be different? Well, sort of the same idea. We want autonomy. We want guidance in our life. We want direction in our life. But you ready for this? We want it to come from ourselves. We want there to be a set way to live life and right and wrong outcomes that are predictable, that are determined, right, by our behaviors. We want that. We just want to be the one to orchestrate all of it. (laughs) And so if Jesus is all God and all man in human flesh, then we lose that opportunity And so we fight against it. So very early on, after Jesus' life, five heresies came to the surface. And I want to talk to you real quickly about what they are. The first one's called adoptionism. Okay, this is what it says. It says that Jesus was not preexistent. He was not a preexistent Christ. So back in John 1.1, when it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, in the beginning was, okay, before the beginning, before things were there, as things were created, the word was involved in creating everything. Adoptionism says, well, that's not true because Jesus was not preexistent. He was the first uh, created being in heaven. Now, there's another uh, heresy that's along with that called Arianism that says Jesus was simply a created being. Now, there's a group in our world, and I'm just going to go ahead and name them, called the Jehovah Witness. 
And the Jehovah's Witness believe that Jesus was the first created being of God. There is no Trinity. He isn't all God and all men, even though John 1, 1 says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. They deny that. Now, how do they deny that? They have their Bible called the New World Translation, where they change the articles. I talked about this a few podcasts ago, but I just want to mention it to you again, that in their Bible, it says, in the beginning was a word, and this word was with God and was a God. Huh. That's a whole lot different than how it actually reads in the Greek, isn't it? And so Arianism says that Jesus was created. Now, the Mormons also believe this. The Latter-day Saints folks believe that Jesus was a created being. He was a spiritual child of God the Father, God the Mother. That's right. And he was an offspring. And so he there was a time when he wasn't, but God created him. Well, this is a heresy. This isn't true. This denies the very nature of what John 1 is trying to teach us. Now, a couple other quick heresies I want to share with you is one called doceticism. Now, doceticism says that Jesus simply seemed to be human. They don't deny his deity. They deny that he became flesh. <laughs> now, denying his deity says that he's not capable of dying for our sins because it took a perfect sacrifice and only God is perfect, right? So, denying his deity says that his sacrifice on the cross wasn't worthwhile, but also it, he had to be fully human to die on the cross for our sins. So, doceticism says he's not really a, a sufficient sacrifice because he wasn't truly incarnate. He just seemed to have a a fleshly nature. Now, there's another one called Apollinarianism, which now this is pretty sneaky. This said everything about Jesus was human except his mind. His mind was divine and perfect. So some people want to gravitate toward that. But um, the problem is that Jesus, the Bible says, was fully God and fully man, not just his mind. Now, the last one is called monophytism. Monophytism says a mono meaning one and physis meaning nature means that he was really only one nature. He was only spiritual. He never really became flesh. So John 1 teaches us something very clearly that Jesus is all God and all man. And listen to what it says. It says that we beheld the glory. Glory is a word described that's used to describe God and God's nature. We beheld his glory, the very nature of the very uh, shining forth of all of God's attributes. That's what it means. We beheld his glory, the glory as of the only Son, from the Father, full of grace and truth. Join us next time, and we now see who Jesus is in his nature, all God and all man, and now we're going to see what he lived out on this earth, which is grace and truth. Come back and be with us next time, and I pray that you'll have great grace for your journey until then. Let me pray for you. Father, we love you so much and thank you for today. Be this as we live for you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.